0: And welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from Seven Sistershomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina and I'm here with Vicki and with Kim. And we're gonna talk about levels. And this is very appropriate because we are all different heights. And so, you know, <laughs> Vicky is one level and I'm another level, and Kim is a third level. <laughs> and it's okay to be all different levels in life, right? so there's not one (laughs) One right way way. to be tall (laughs) or not good or not tall at all
1: as the case may be we had to get that in early because we missed it on our last episode so we we did i think
0: that might be the only episode ever where where we forgot to say that there's not one right way yeah so we'll say it multiple times this episode to try to make up for our for our um, lack of it last time most definitely so levels yeah, there's all different levels of responsibility in life there's different levels of education that you can um, achieve there's there's all sorts of levels of status and on a high school transcript, there are different levels of credit for work earned, right by the work that was completed
2: that, that was a good segue there well, you so. know, oh, all of life good. is education
0: and all of education is life, so we, we have to tie it all <laughs> tie it all together. All right, so when it comes to the homeschool, high school transcript that you are going to create for your teenager, um, you have to show levels for certain credits that were earned on the transcript. Now, this is not something that I understood until Vicky explained it to me. So we're going to assume that there are some of you out there whose level of understanding matches mine, and we're gonna have Vicki explain it. What's a level, Vicky, and a, what does that mean?
2: Okay, so kids have been graduating high school for long years with no levels on their transcript. However, in the last like decade or so, it's been more and more important to show the quality of rigor, the amount of rigor that goes into a course. So traditional high schools started adding levels or phases, some of them call it, uh, that shows the, the depth and the like, challenge of the work that the high schoolers have done. And generally they will call the levels, levels one, two, three, four, five, or phase one, two, three, four, and five. And they put that right on the transcript um, beside the name of the course um, that shows for colleges or employers, the depth of the work, the amount of rigor that went into a course
1: and then do you put a, like a little a little key somewhere on your transcript what that means You're or is a, that generally understood absolutely right you put a key
2: because there's not a standardized way to say okay this is our level uh, you know everybody doesn 't have the same requirements for an honors level class or a remedial level class, and so, so you have to put not a little one legend right way to
1: have a level yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so these kids you know if they go off to college and an admissions officer looks at you know an honors level mm. course from one school and an honors level course mm. from another school, they will mean completely different things, so mm. having a little key or legend on the transcript um, tells how those courses are earning those credits, so
0: nice. Okay, so how are courses earning credits? And what what are we talking about? Like, okay, so level one remedial versus level three college prep, which are phrases like remedial and college prep mean something vaguely to most people, but maybe not specifically. So can you kind of give us like, let's let's imagine our friend Sandra has called this morning, <laughs> our homeschool mom friend Sandra, our seventh sister, And she has a kid who is college bound, but who is not super brainiac, who is a strong um, verbal student, reading and writing, not so much in the science and math arena. And um, she is trying to figure out what
2: terms like college prep even mean. That is a good Mm. question, Sandra. We're so glad you called. (laughs) All right. So let's do a a quick overview. Again, there's not one right way to do that. So the kids that we have supervised over the last umpteen years, uh, this, these are the levels we record on their transcripts and that colleges have loved because we include a legend that explains it. (laughs) So, okay. So level one is remedial. So these are kids who have learning disabilities in an area who can't do average level coursework. And, it's perfectly acceptable at high school level to do work at the the level of rigor you need so a kid who's struggling may need a remedial course so that's level one level two is an average high school course so this is any kid in high school by and large should be able to do that unless they had learning problems okay wait quick question so let's go Mm -hmm. back to level one so a student Mm -hmm. who has
0: to who needs to be working at the remedial level is that student earning a high school diploma how to how does that work is remedial if you're talking about level two being average high
2: school then what does that mean for a remedial student that that is a really good question so a remedial kid, you know, who is doing remedial across the board, so has some developmental disabilities or a lot of learning disabilities, and is going to do most of his or her high school work at remedial level, can earn a high school transcript because they're doing high school work, so you would log hours, 135 hours per credit, in the general subject areas. We should do a whole episode on that. Yeah, we should. Um, we should.
1: Stay tuned. Yeah, I'm making it <laughs> and again. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. but but generally, what you want to do on a transcript like that and the diploma that you issue for that is write that it was done at a developmental level. Oh, developmental. So level. we would Good. put, you know, developmental level transcript, developmental diploma. Diploma, And then sometimes when those kids go off into, um, like job training kind of situations, employers will ask, what does that mean? Mm. And, um, and so we explain, this is what this means. So, and it's, it's the perfect way to, you know, a kid who can't do other things to have a respectable, you know, hard earned diploma. Um, but, but at their appropriate learning level. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Very
0: good. All right. So then beginning with level two, which is what most of the homeschool, high school families listening to the podcast, they probably have some, um, the bulk of their stuff is falling into this level two average category, right?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, average, average kids, average by definition
1: means most kids are average. You you mean not all homeschool kids are like Absolutely, top of the cream of the crop, the the top of the heap. The you know do those... everything at the highest <laughs> level possible. You know that's one of the things that that
2: is just horrible about social media is we hear these wonderful stories about kids who graduate when they're fourteen and go to Harvard, and you know the ones that win full ride scholarships to all these college and the average kid is not going to do that. Most kids are just normal kids that God gave a different gifting to. So we need to get out of the guilt trip that our yes. kids aren't Harvard ah. bound and love the way our kids are because God made them that way and helped them find their callings.
1: And average kids are average and average is good. And average is good. Yeah. And and they have gifts. I'm average. How about yeah. you guys? hey. Yeah.
2: We're all pretty average. I'm doing good to be average in math. (laughs) Some days I strive to be average. (laughs) So the average level textbook that any kid can do um, is generally um has shorter reading than a college prep so shorter chapters uh, fewer questions to answer the vocabulary is generally um less complex mm-hmm. so the the average level textbook like for um, math or science you can find a good one at uh, pearson education in their pacemaker series mm-hmm. That those are, you know, kids who it would be a waste of their high school years Mm. to be, you know, Killing themselves with an intense physics textbook um, when they can be doing something appropriate for them academically and then developing other skills,
1: uh, or in an or a different uh, academic area in which right. they do have passion or 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 uh, a good path for excellence. Okay, so right, so let's get back to let's get back to
0: Sandra since she posed the question. So clearly, her kid is going to use. She's going to use one of those level two books, probably for her math and for her science, um, and those things are going to be earning solid high school credit, but not killing oh. her. But she's verbally strong, and so in her literature, in her writing, in her in her history, perhaps. Um, should she be looking for really hard textbooks or how do you make that a little more challenging since
2: that is her sweet spot? All right. So let's level up as Mm. we call it to
1: college prep for the bulk of her courses. So that's level three is college preparatory work. So like maybe her language arts and her social studies, that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. And, and sciences and uh, well, let's hold language arts. Okay. And we'll do history and science, maybe, um, at college prep level. So that's level three. Most textbooks are written at college prep level, level three. So if the kids are doing um, Apologia or Bob Jones or Rebecca, Rebecca. those are a college prep level course. So there's some rigor in there, some stretch in there, but it's not killing them for, for most of the kids. So they should be stretching. But they they should not be staying up all night long doing these courses. So Sandra's kid can do fine with most of her courses in that area. And then for for Sandra's daughter, she's a daughter, right? Sure. Did we, did we do that? She is now. She is, she is now. All right. Sandra's... <laughs> so Sandra's daughter um, is is gifted in words say all Mm. right and she loves to write so we want to level up and have her transcript be most powerful in the areas of language arts yeah yeah and if she likes history we can level that one up too Mm. just according to what her her interests are and so there are two Advanced levels, and one we call level four advanced, Mm -hmm. and the other is level five, we call honors or AP if it's an official AP course approved by the college board. So these are courses that really stretch a kid and are very powerful on a transcript. So if she is going to go to a college that really values the, their language arts program, you know, English mm-hmm. majors, communication majors, and she has one of these leveled up courses, or actually each year of high school she should mm-hmm. be leveling up. Um, in that area. In that area. Mm-hmm. Then uh, then that will give her a little bit of a boost mm. in that area. So she, and So an advanced level four, what we tell our kids to do is to do your college prep amount of work and half again. So it's like a course and a half
1: mm-hmm.
2: crammed into one credit. So she gets one credit, but it's a level four. So the, the college looks at that and go, whoa, that kid's pretty cool because it's explained
1: And they weren't the hard key. to get that credit. Yeah. Like harder or more.
2: Yeah. And yeah. they should sweat. Yeah. They should sweat, but it should be in an area she
0: likes okay so let's let's put this into just a concrete example so she's a strong writer she loves creative writing in particular but she also understands that essay writing is so important research writing is so important Um, professional writing so she's trying to do well-rounded writing over the four years of high school but she really loves creative writing and so perhaps for, um for the uh, for the college prep credit perhaps mom would assign six essays over the course of the year and one eight or ten page research paper and um five to ten creative assignments but because Sandra's daughter loves creative writing and is very verbally gifted that's going to be a one and a half times the amount so instead of six essays you're going to look at nine essays right mm-hmm. six right. plus yeah. three. I mean, yeah. you know I struggle with math, but I think I can do <laughs> six plus three one. equals you nine. You got okay, it. Good. I'll go with it, whatever Check it Check me. Check me on it, y'all. <laughs> yep. um, and instead of one eight to ten page research paper, maybe she's going to do two research papers each of seven or eight pages long or six pages. Or maybe she's going to do um, something that ties into her history that's really going to be in depth, and she's going to do a 12-page paper that's going to be really solidly written and edited. And then creative assignments, where it would be 5 to 10, you're, you're going to look at at least 15 because that's her sweet spot and you want that 50% more in terms of how many assignments.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And then for her language arts credit to be full, she will also need to increase the number of books that she mm. would have read otherwise, can't be a great writer anyway, unless you're doing a lot of oh, reading.
1: reading. True that. So,
2: we should include some links with a grid of the way oh, yeah. that we have coached kids for yep. figuring out according to the year and according to the level you know how many suggested papers and books and things mm-hmm. like that they should do
1: yeah good good yeah
0: and, and when it comes to the books thing i'm just this is a slight little side tangent but i'm going there because I feel like it Um, and you're in charge level up is not necessarily to kill somebody with all the books on that list being 400 page classics sometimes there is much more to be gained in terms of actual learning Mm -hmm. by reading some fairly short and not even um the world's most challenging vocabulary wise but books that really deal with important ideas or that really um are tremendous examples of descriptive writing or that are just uh, respected didactic literature that has been looked at for, for decades or centuries as, as powerful. So there can be different reasons for picking the books on that list. And you don't just pick them because they're hard.
1: Mm.
2: Right. So the purpose isn't hard. The purpose is developing a gift. Yeah. And, and so it should be a challenge, but it should be developing areas that, that bring out the skill. So they don't all have to be 400 page books like you were saying. So, Sabrina, I have a very deep question for you. And what might that be, Vicky? Do you know any curricula that really <laughs> helps teens level <clears throat> their their studies so that they can adapt the curriculum to a level and develops different ideas and topics and skills?
0: You know, it's funny you should ask that question, Vicky, because I have come across... A curriculum series that is aimed and just exactly to meet all of those goals that you just laid out. Seven Sistershomeschool.com, friends. And yes, okay, this is shameless self-promotion, but this is a lot of the reason that we started Seven Sisters. Absolutely. Because as this is true. we were homeschooling our own children in high school. We were finding that so much of the curriculum available was cookie-cutter-ish. Mm-hmm. One size fits all kind of thing. And it was either aimed at Brainiac kids, and this was the rigorous honors, you're getting a full ride to Harvard kind of curriculum, or it was average. Mm-hmm. Um, But that there was not a good way to to do this leveling thing and to to lean into our kids strengths and to allow for um, for less stress in areas that that are not likely to be a part of their college and career after high school, you know, and we wanted to create curriculum that um, was going to fit for a family with multiple kids who were going to be wired differently. We wanted it to fit for a local co-op that was going to have kids who were wired differently. And um, so yeah, all of Seven Sisters curriculum is designed to be what we call adaptable. And that means a couple different things. It means you can use it for an individual student, or you can use it in a group. And it also means, and this is probably the more important piece of it for most folks, is that it's levelable. It's a really hard word to say, but (laughs) levelable. I was admiring
2: that, yes. And
0: so you can adapt it for use at the level that is appropriate for your teen. And you're not looking at finding a piece of curriculum that is at the ideal level for your student. You're taking a Seven Sisters e-text and you are choosing to use it at the level that fits your kid. And there are easy instructions um, in each title that help mom or dad do that.
2: I have a great idea. What if we do a whole episode on how to make those levels work with Seven Sisters curriculum? I think awesome. that's a good idea
0: because I think that we're already getting to pretty much the end of this episode based on timing. And we want to be able to to make it um, really concrete and practical. If there are some of you who are listening okay. to this who have either never looked at sevensistershomeschool.com or you've looked and enjoyed the blog and enjoyed the Facebook page and... Um, our pinterest boards and the podcast obviously but you um you haven't you haven't really purchased or used or had any experience with leveling a piece of seven sisters curriculum appropriately for your teen so let's do that let's break that out and do it in a second episode but we haven't done level five we can do
2: that real quick let's do that let's five do that okay level five's honors yeah, so when level five, five is, is what we call honors level. It's a, a equivalent to AP. So if you don't have access to AP courses or you just want to make your own high-powered course, what it is is a college prep double. double. So you're doing double the work on that. And I'll include links to posts on how you can do that in different
1: subjects. Yep. Yeah, there's lots of good resources right yeah. on our site already. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: yep. And as go. you're looking on the site, look look at... um the post search for posts on different ways to earn credits too because that's something mm-hmm. that we get questions about frequently. If I'm doubling this to make it an honors credit, do I have to double the writing assignments? Do I have to double the reading? And there are ways to double a credit with a mixture of reading, writing, um, hands-on experiential field trips, um, so it's fun. supplemental. Mm-hmm. so you, you can you can mix and match and mm-hmm. create some really powerful learning, combinations of resources um you don't just double the textbook unless you want to yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah. that's only one of the many ways because there's not one One right right way way.
0: (laughs) very good and because there's not one right way to end this episode we're going to just remind you that level one is typically remedial level two is typically average high school level three is typically college prep level four is advanced level five is honors and whatever level you are choosing for your teen the point is to get a good fit for your family to make this um, a a credit that that actually offered learning to your child not just checking boxes and not just um, torturing them for hours to prove something to the world but that there's actually the chance to learn and to learn well So with that, we're going to wrap up the leveling episode, and we're going to thank you for joining us at the Homeschool High School podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Till next time.